Well, the door's closed, so there's no there aren't going to be any bugs, which is good. Mm, bugs. Still, tr- still traumatized by that, by the way. Mm, bugs. Mm, gator. <laughs> no more gator? No more shrimp? What are you going to do without your crab legs on sale at Costco? <laughs> what? No more gator? No more shrimp? Are you Fuck Louisiana. Are you okay? Have you had a nap today? Yeah, I did. It was short. Well, you need one. I was trying to stay up for the Thunderbirds, and then I fell asleep at like 12.45 right before they started oh, flying. Damn. I was pissed. I woke up, and I was... The, I, thun- the Thunderbirds or the Thunderdome? Thunderdome. Oh. Oh. That was a good... That's one of the best transitions That was nice, had. huh? That was solid. That was nice. Mad Max... Beyond Thunderdome. When when uh, when when Max was fighting in the Thunderdome and I was only twenty minutes in, I was yeah. like, I was like, this is it. This is like this is we're already here. And then and then I was like, oh, that's why it's called Beyond Beyond Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah. And then at that point, I was like, this guy's a freaking genius. I, I by the way, that's a cool title. By the way, did the exact same thing. Really? I was like, is he gonna like fight multiple times in the? Thunderdome? Yeah, I, like, what, how are they going to incorporate this? I thought, this? Uh, what was his name, Bruiser or something like that? Uh-huh. What was the, the, which, the, the robot dude? Oh. Oh. No. The, guy, the guy he fought yeah. in the thing. I need to pull up the Im- yeah. Imdaba. The Imdaba. I feel, like, uh, I feel like this movie is kind of a... Tina Turner. Yeah, she plays... Um, the main, the main lady. She does. Indeed. She also sings a song. Yeah. In, for the uh, movie. That was a little strange. That was a little weird. That was a little. I didn't like it. <laughs> I was watching that. I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> this doesn't fit at all. Oh, he was called the Blaster. The Blaster. There was the Master and the Blaster. The Master and the Blaster. I thought this movie was kind of like. It was kind of like a, like a a practice run for what Fury Road accomplished, like. With how much, like, weird, just, like, just odd shit that happens in this movie and all the weird little character traits and personalities that are in this movie are kind of similar in Fury Road, but Fury Road is such, like, a refined, like, kind of better thought out take on kind of the ideas presented in this movie. Fury Road is a little bit more linear, like, in all the best ways. Right. I thought that this, you were right, you called it last week, you said that, Beyond Thunderdome would be my least favorite yeah. of all of them, and it was. It is. It felt... Beyond Thunderdome felt more Indiana Jones than Mad Max. Does that make sense? Yes, like it was, a little bit, It was yeah. much more... I don't know if like playful is the right word, but it was like kind of a silly movie at points. Yeah. It, was, it was much more of, a, of an adventure movie than an right. action movie. I, yeah, and I think some of that has to do with like the settings that they're in, kind of some of the lo- like some of the locale and like where Max Can we turn this time. down a little bit? We're getting a little hot. We're getting a little hot on the audio. A little hot on the, just a um, just a tad. Yeah, let me. It's it's hitting in the red anytime we're getting loud. Is that any better? <clears throat> Looks like it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're looking hey, good. Nailed it. All right. Nailed um, it. Hopefully it's not too quiet. You're right. I think like so yeah, some of it is like where they are most like at any given point. It just it feels like they're in 
like really established locations whereas the first two movies yeah the first two movies were kind of more on the road most of the time and any of the lo- all of the locations or places they were in felt a little more temporary yeah i like agree you didn't, you didn't feel like you were like in an established like well adjusted not that these places are well adjusted that's probably the wrong word but just places that that felt established or like right. lived in kind yeah. of and there are a lot of those in this movie. Well, and we we talked about for the first couple how you never really know what is um, like what Max's motivations are, and we talk about him like kind of being the reluctant hero. Right. Um, in those movies, he was the reluctant hero at certain points in the film. In this movie, it felt like he was kind of the reluctant hero throughout. Right. Like he w- he. He was very clearly playing the role of a hero or like kind of a savior type right. figure, basically from like the the outset, right? Like yes. from the start of the movie. Yes, yeah. and from for both locations when he's at the Thunderdome, he's doing he's kind of doing someone else's bidding, but he's right. there to be the hero yeah. of whatever that right. whatever they call that place where they're like raising the pigs for fuel right, for fuel for um, uh, ethanol or whatever and then he gets kicked out and he finds that tribe of people right. and right. he's like they're like worshiping him because they it's, think that yeah. he's this long lost pilot and again mm-hmm. he becomes the hero to lead them back right because they they're convinced that there's like no way for them to get home and then right. they realize well he, he got here so he kind of changes from like a guy thrust into a plan to the guy who's like kind of making the plans. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Like he's kind of he's almost organizing rescues and Well, and he was much more making things happen. Whereas in the first two movies, he's just kind of he's just kind of reacting yeah. in the first two movies. This one it seems like there's a little bit more of a method to what he's to the choices he's making and the plans he's coming up, he's drawing up and the decisions well, yeah. he's and, making. And it's this so the similarities are in all of them. He kind of just walks into these situations. Like Very he didn't true. ask to be there. Right. And right. that, that remains the same throughout. That, right. That, that, that's still like an established plot point in this movie. But this, that's similar to the other two. Like this movie, I feel like the entire thing was pretty much based around him as, I don't even know what he was being in the, like, I don't want to overuse the word hero, but like that's what the, yeah, these he, people saw him. He's as. more of like a savior in this movie, whereas in the first, in the first couple, he went through his entire journey, and then like at the end, he reluctantly did something that could help other people. Right. This that, movie, that, the entire thing was like him helping others. He, like in the first two movies, he could be seen as a hero, but he could also just be seen as someone who was working for his own personal gain. Right. Whereas in this one, he feels more like just kind of a straight up like archetypal in most senses more of like a just a legit archetypal hero yeah which isn't i I mean it it wasn't necessarily like a a bad thing but based on like how he was established in kind of the the stories we experienced in the first two movies it did feel a little out of place i think yes i think it felt it it worked in the sense that once again, Max is caught up in this story. He's just a, a wanderer. You right. know, he he kind of just happened upon this situation he gets caught up in. Yeah. Um, and once again, it's a story of Max that as far as like his position as a like an urban legend is 
he came in. These people are telling the story of him. And it's, again, he's there, he does something, he leaves. And that's kind of been the story of Max is we keep just getting these brief snapshots into parts of his life. Right. Um, the part that wasn't quite on brand is um, I feel like the the stakes of this movie weren't really as high. Like there weren't lives at risk the way that there were right. in the first in pre- one. Yeah, in the like, previous two. This was much less serious. Yeah. But also like Mad Max as a franchise kind of just makes its money off of doing weird and wacky things and right. having strange characters and yeah. small budgets, and they did that again. They did, but it also, to me, it almost felt like there was, like, too much of that. Yeah. Like, the fact like that too, he goes... There was a lot of experimentation, I feel like, with right, this film, right. as far again, as the I story goes. A lot of experimentation with, like, what types of characters you can throw in the story and what types of backgrounds they're going to have. Like, the whole the whole tribe of kids, you know, who were survivors of a, a plane crash or something or who, like, believed the Savior was a pilot who was going to fly him away on this plane that was out in the desert. Yeah. Like, they're... It, for the franchise, like, at the point that it was at, it, it, it just felt like a lot. Like, they covered maybe a little too much narrative ground, and it kind of got rid of some of the simplicity of the first two movies that made it so good, you know, and so enjoyable to watch because you, you kind of just knew what you almost knew immediately what you were getting into with the first two movies. And then in the middle of the third movie, he's completely separate from the first place he gets established in. Right. And is trying to make a difference in an entirely new storyline basically. Yes, and I think that's the key. The the first couple movies had they had there was still a lot of characters and they had basically two groups of people. Um it it, it essentially is like the oppressors and the oppressed. Um right. in in the simplest terms. Mm-hmm. In the first movie it was the same way but he was like a cop. Right. Or Kind of a cop in like a like a, a failing society that was on the brink of you yeah know, of in collapse. In the second one, he was just the road warrior, right? Um, and in the same society, in the in, collapsed in so- in the collapsed society, society where right. like one group is trying to take over the other for the gasoline, right? Still right. a pretty simple story. The difference is that in those movies, the two groups that are portrayed in the film. Um, they kind of coincide their stories overlap and they're, they're involved with each other with this movie. It felt like two separate storylines. Right. Um, and really the only thing connecting them in this case was max. Whereas in, in those past stories, the stories were already connected and max found himself in the max was max was like the max was the variable. Yes. You know, in the first two stories, he was kind of the variable in these overlapping conflicts. Yeah. Whereas with this, this movie, honestly, it, it, it felt like a, like a, like a soft pilot for like a TV, like they yeah. wanted to do like a TV show. So they just kind of did this overlong pilot episode and they established a, a, maybe just a, a few too many scenarios or settings or people. Well, and, and I think it, it just didn't, it didn't really... Again, like you said, they didn't overlap enough to the point where it felt like it. it, it they kind of like meshed into a cohesive. And honestly, by the it end. felt even even yeah. when they did mesh, it didn't feel real natural. Like when 
Right. When the society that he was kind of saving found their way to the Thunderdome and to the pigs. And yeah. Like, it, it felt a little bit forced. Right. Just because it felt like they were looking for a way to connect the two to stories. To kind of get back to the estate, to, like, the original Right. The and when, original we, when we got back line. there, I was... I was, it was like almost a little bit confusing. Like how I was just watching and all of a sudden we were like back where we started and I was right. like, how did that happen? How did nothing, we get here? Like nothing has happened up until this point, but right. at the same time, here we are, we're like starting to wind down and the stories mm-hmm. are finally coming together. Yeah. Um, I think that I would have been more interested by the Thunderdome storyline or by the Beyond storyline. Like, Right. I, I would have liked this movie a whole lot more if it just chose one and stuck with it. Right. If because it, I, th- yeah. I think they're both fairly interesting. You know, like the story of him finding his way to the Thunderdome. Somebody's paying him. He wants to get right. his camels back. Like that's yeah. the whole. Yeah, he wants to get The his, whole reason his, yeah. he's there is because his camels and his cart were stolen from him. Right. And he wants them back. And the way that he does that is fighting in the Thunderdome. Yeah. And... So, like, that by itself would have been a, I feel like, a great Mad Max type story. Right. I could have watched an entire film of that. Yeah. Or I could have watched an entire film of he stumbles on some random community that thinks he's their god. And he <laughs> is, like, torn between saving them or just moving on with his journey. Right. Like, the the stories are interesting, but the way that they mesh together just, like, did not flow well Right. Enough. And both of them, like you said, they just didn't have the stakes that the first two movies the first two movies felt so much like these people were doing what they were doing cuz they they had to they had to they had to do it to survive or to feel like they were keeping society intact or you know like with the rival like with the with the biker gang in the first movie they were you know this like they were like this this you know complete reversal of like in of like established society yeah they were and they were just chaos they were just pure chaos and he and, was trying to hang on to right, whatever to, establishment he could right and to me those stakes are just they feel so much more weighted compared to the the two different storylines you kind of get in this movie mm-hmm. these two storylines just didn't didn't have that just immediately kind of grabbing effect that the first two movies in their storylines did. Well, and I think I think also after Max left the Thunderdome, there wasn't much motivation left for him. In in the first right. couple, there was pretty clear motivation. The first one, it was his family. Now, motivation for what he's doing during the film. We still don't know what gets him there before where he's going after, but right. there's a reason for everything he's doing. Um, in the second one, it is because he's a, 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 cap, a captive and he's right. trying to get his way out. So he makes a deal and he gets himself out of the situation. Mm-hmm. In this one, after the first 30 minutes of the movie, I was kind of like, what is he like? What is he still doing yeah. here? There's nothing left in it for him. Right. There's nothing that he's still striving for mm-hmm. because the whole point of the, the beginning of the movie was fight in the Thunderdome, get your things back. Right. And so I, I don't know, it didn't, didn't necessarily feel lost, but like, I just didn't, I was kind of struggling to find the reason why, you know, with, with the whole, with the way that the whole story progressed for what ended up being the majority of the film. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's the longest of the original three movies too. 
It's oh, by like a mean? decent amount. The first two movies were only like clocked in at like an hour and a half, hour thirty five each. This one was only an hour forty seven. So it's okay, not, so not 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 hugely different. Not a whole lot. Honestly, longer. it felt longer though. It did. It felt like, well, and honestly, it's because it felt like they started two completely different stories and then just kind of tried to just combine like them it up. Yeah. as best they could at the end. Mm-hmm. And you could tell. You could you could just yeah. you could tell the whole time. It just kind of didn't. It didn't feel like things were kind of, kind of m- meshing together, like they had hoped or. I don't know, and, and honestly, it honestly felt like the last half of the movie, or even the last two thirds of the movie after he leaves the Thunderdome, were like almost like they had an entirely different second and third act. Yeah, and then someone came in and was like, ah, "Let's do this instead." It, it, yeah, it kind you know of I mean? it, it feels like there was a hiccup in production, or like yeah. they feels like maybe they were disagreeing There's on the some, story like, intense line. Intense rewrites a third yeah. of the way into production. Yeah, it and it it really did stand out like that. It felt like yeah. it felt like once the Thunderdome storyline kind of ended, it was a completely different film after that. And they tried right. so hard to bring it back, and it just didn't. It just it, it never didn't really work. it never really came together. Yeah, I I still enjoyed the movie. I think maybe more than I expected because when. You know, when I when I watched it for the first time, I, I knew it was going to be the weaker of the three original movies just because mm-hmm. of what I heard. And I had liked the first two so much, I was like, okay, well, this is definitely going to be, you know, the more disappointing, quote-unquote, disappointing movie. But I still, it was still an enjoyable, like, it's still cool to see, you know, Mad Max, the Road Warrior, like, just kind of, you know, on another adventure trying to you know, figure his life out and, and survive. But it just, it, it felt a little bit like, kind of like diminishing returns a little bit. But again, you know, having seen, having had seen Fury Road before this movie, it did feel like a lot of elements in Fury Road were pulled from Beyond Thunderdome, especially in the way um, George Miller kind of crafted the these not to get too much into fury road right now but kind of in the way he crafted the society that we see in fury road yeah. it feels like again like like a take that's very similar to the societies we see in in beyond thunderdome these really just very dense populated just weird societies with really weird things going on and just like and a just laundry list of obscure characters a laundry too. list of like, yeah obscure characters and like just odd settings in the way like the like the hierarchical structures are are just all over the place it, it really feels like in fury road he took what he did there and went i can make this a little better yeah and then put that in fury road so i appreciate beyond thunderdome for that purpose in that it was kind of like a rough like like, I don't want to say like a practice, like it was like a practice run for Fury Road almost in a lot of ways in, in terms of kind of, you know, the, the societal structure and some of the, you know, some of the main themes that are going on in this movie. It just seemed like they didn't quite have everything kind of pieced together in a cohesive way. The way, the way that this movie fit into just the overall um, Mad Max series mm-hmm. um, with all the other, with the 
franchise. I mean, um, it's kind of it kind of doesn't have a place in the Mad Max franchise, which is right. kind of weird to think about. If I if this were the first one, yeah, followed up by the others, I would like this would not be this movie would not be a good way to introduce Mad Max and no. the tone you were going for. Right. Like if you watch this movie first, you would have a. a a completely different understanding of what Mad Max right. is. Right. Um, but that being said, having this movie as the third one, it also just stands out a lot more. We're able to nitpick and be like, right. well, this does not line up with the first couple. Right. Um, or with the, th- or with the last well, one. And, now. It's, and it, so it's, it's <clears throat> just, it stands out so much. And I don't know that, like, I didn't hate it. And I don't know that it's right. necessarily a bad movie. I think watching this by itself I might still enjoy it. I just right. feel like it's kind of a film without a place. Like this right. this story might have been better off outside of the Mad Max franchise. Right. It's like it's kind of a movie that you I mean, you almost have have to give it a pass because of how established the how established Max already is as a character and how much I mean, especially fans of the series coming in, which like we just want to just kind of want to see Max. So even yeah. though it isn't it doesn't live up to the standards that were kind of established with the first two movies. It, it kind of, for me, in my head, I, I give it a pass because I'm I'm just interested in where Max is going. Yeah. Even if even if this part of the franchise feels kind of just like a kind of treading water moment almost. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah, it doesn't really... Technically, none of these movies really like have a place in the franchise because yes. they, they're all just like... Here's Mad Max. Well, they're all very here's individual stories. Here's Fury or here's Fury Road. Here's Beyond Thunder. They're you know they all kind of crisscross and you know they don't have like an established place in a technical sense. But this one really just feels out there, and it feels yeah. out, and it and it's not always in a good way. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, do you have any? Real final thoughts, or I'm trying to. Th- I'm, I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Say. Tina Turner looked good in this movie, as all you know. Gus, I have to go there. You don't. It's just a place my brain goes you to. Don't. She does though. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that Tina Turner. Tina Turner's kind of a fox. Gus. <laughs> Don't okay. Don't ever. Don't ever for that, Gus. You get to bring him out. Don't don't yeah. don't ever what. Just don't. Ma- just, yes, don't that, do that. Yes, that. Don't. Fine. Don't. Sheesh. I'm fine. I won't do it anymore. I like how I have the like. What the hell am I doing? Just you like look, wrapping the cord up. You look like a musician, like doing a concert. You know how they'll like grab the yeah, cord so yeah. they like don't trip on. It? Or like you look like me vacuuming. I like grab the cord so I don't <laughs> drive over it. Like wrapping the cord up after <laughs> <I'm> vacuuming. <laughs> oh, Gus. All right, guys. Um, take them out. Take them out. Um, if you are watching on YouTube. Thank you. Um, we're, I'm pretty, pretty, uh, pretty shit at putting it up, putting stuff on YouTube because it's just a process, and I have to do it like at the end of work. And I've already been there. For Ain't nobody got time for that. Eight and a half hours, and I'm tired of shit. Um, but yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for watching. Be sure to to subscribe, comment, 
hit the notification. All the YouTube things. Listen, we say this all the time. If you're on YouTube, you know what you're doing. True. How many people get on? Or like, how many people actually get on you? Got on YouTube today? Were like for their first time. Were like, I don't know what I'm. How do I subscribe? <laughs> what do I do? Like, what do people, I do with my hands? People who get on for the first time know what they're doing. The subscribe yeah. button's right there. It's not That's hard a good to see. Point. Um, but yeah, you know, leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you liked or didn't like. If you're listening on the one of many audio platforms that we're on, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or Stitcher or, you know, whatever name of whatever podcasting platform we're probably you're on, there. because you're on not, a, not an iPhone and you don't have Spotify for some reason. You and know, you have to like download some weird app for you know, podcasts. A lot of phones have Spotify, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you said, iPhone specifically. It, no, I'm saying if you don't have an iPhone, if you have like an Android or something weird like that, and you also don't have Spotify. Oh, right, 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 right. And you're on, then you're on one of those weird apps. Right, right, right. Whatever the name of that app is, good, good for you for finding it. We don't, honestly, we, yeah. I mean, and if you found us there, even better. Yeah, even better. That's incredible. Thank God our RSS feed goes out everywhere. Um, again, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to leave a five star review. We really appreciate it. We are on Facebook at Front Row Seats. My gosh, are we ever? We are on Instagram at Front Underscore Row Media, or just Front Row Media, or just Front Row up. Media. Yeah, but if you look, if you look we, up Front Row Media, you might not find us right away. So look up the yeah. actual at. Um, what is that called? What is your what's the actual at? Oh, the handle, handle. our actual handle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, on YouTube, we're uh, Front Row Seats as well. Uh, just look up Front Row Podcast. We uh, usually one of the first few that pop up there. Um, tell your friends about us. Tell your tell your mom. Tell your dad. Yeah. Tell people who love movies. That's literally all we talk about. Um, we uh, we wanna we wanna keep doing this, and we need your support. Listen. We don't need your support. We don't need you. We'll do it anyway. We'll do it anyway. But please, we will do it. For we don't. Z- we, we will don't, do it and have been doing it for zero dollars. We don't need it, but we will shamelessly we, beg you for it. We will shamelessly beg you for it. We want it, is what I should say. We want your support. We don't. I we don't, don't need we, it. We don't need you. <laughs> we definitely don't need you. <laughs> but secretly, we really do. Please help. Um. Anyway. Um, Fury Road's coming out soon. Sure um, is. We're going to wrap up the series there. Um, kind of give our final thoughts on all four movies, give grades. Um, Let us know what you thought about previous episodes, too. Yeah, if you're if yeah. you're just now joining us, thanks for that if and good are, for you. If there are previous episodes that you particularly liked that you would want us to do more in that vein, you know, whether it's MCU stuff or DC movies or, or TV shows. By the time you hear this... Front row we, frights. We, we should would love have, to do more series. We also like should have one. released a few new movies in just the yes. last week or two. Yep. By the yeah. time you hear this, we will have released um, Army of the Dead Army and of the Dead, yep. A Quiet Place Part Two. Army so, of the Dead's already out, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying. By, yeah. Because I got you. Yeah. We Quiet Place Part Two is coming. That's who. Well, that'll be out. Before I'm not. This is. Yeah, this, that'll be out. Yeah, I'll probably save this one for like the weekend. Guess what? Doesn't matter. Check us out. Check us out. Check out we whatever. Appreciate whatever your, you want to listen. Appreciate to. your Check help and support. Um, we'll be back with more stuff soon, though. We always are. Indeed. Yeah. 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 All right, man. That's it.
That's all. Fuck, like, what the hell? Why are you? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you saying that why name? Why are you saying that name? 